afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 112. And we are going to build off of what we talked about last week in Foundation Friday, which is the special situations chart. And we talked about last week into quarter situations, how to break that down versus man versus zone, full court situations, sideline, baseline, out of bounds plays, down one, down two, down three. Things that, again, as we emphasized last week, stuff that you can do in your improvement season to start thinking about and preparing your team for next season. Uh, it, you know, it's it's so vitally important, coaches, that you take this time. And, and again, we need to decompress. We need to find that time with our families. We need to get out and, and, and jump into those hobbies that we put off in the wintertime. But you are also asking your players to get better. So it's important that you get better. It's important that you prepare. And so if you take that, if you're, if you're asking your players to go for half hour to 45 minutes to an hour a day, whatever, whatever you have decided within your program that is good for you, then you owe it to your program to spend that half hour, 45 minutes, an hour a day reading about basketball, honing your craft about coaching, listening to podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, thinking about your team and what you can do better with your team next season. I think that's really, really important to do. And, and I think exercises like this, filling out what your special situations chart is and what it can be, is going to be important so that when you get to January 15th and there's 30 seconds left and you're down two and you're facing a man-to-man defense on a sideline out-of-bounds play, you've already thought that through to a large degree and you've got a very, very good idea of what you're going to do. So like I said, last week we talked about all those type of situations. This week I want to talk about three things. Uh, the comeback game, the delay game, and the free throw game. So the comeback game, uh, what I broke it down to with this is three different areas. Uh, if it's any more than these point totals, the, the calculus tells us that it's pretty doggone hard to come back. Now, there, is there an exception to the rule? Absolutely there is. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this uh, comeback game. If you're down between one and four points with a minute left to go, what are you going to be doing? We had a game a couple of years ago. Uh, whether you believe it or not, it actually happened. We were down nine, and our opponent had the ball with less than 50 seconds left to go, and we won the game in regulation. We won the game in regulation, being down nine with less than 50 seconds left to go, and our opponent had the ball. Uh, it was one of the craziest endings to any game that I've ever been part of. Uh, so as I as I lay these scenarios out here, there's always exceptions to the rule here. But it's just something to think about. So one of the things that you do is, uh, and, and, I, and I believe I got this from Coach Meyer, is the comeback mentality. So what are you figuring? Where do you need to be at? So what you do is you round the time up to the next minute, whatever wherever you're at. You double the number of minutes and turn it into points, and then you add one point to it. So, for example, if there's a minute 22 left in the game, you round that up from a minute 22 to two minutes. Then you double that, so you put it to four minutes, and then you add one point. So you're looking at five minutes within the next minute 22 is a logical scenario that we can do in a comeback game situation, depending on, uh, obviously, free throw shooting and that type of stuff. But that's the, the mindset that you put yourself into. So 
I narrowed this down to three comeback scenarios. If you're down anywhere from 10 to 15 points with four minutes left to go, and we call our situation, when we want to intentionally foul, we don't like to yell foul because that just, it, it seems like it's easier for officials to call fouls, and especially intentional fouls, when you're yelling foul, foul, foul. So our code word for when we want to intentionally foul is fire. We just say fire, fire, we got to fire. And, and that seems to help. So in that situation, when we want to start our fire potentially around that four-minute mark when we're down 10 to 15 points. That's when we're looking to try to extend the game because we're going to need a lot of possessions to make that happen. So down 10 to 15 points, four minutes left to go. And then we have in here on our chart, what are our man quick hitters? What are the two or three quick hitters that we can use to hopefully get a quick basket? What would be a zone quick hitter? And we've got a couple of those listed. And then what type of pressure are we going to typically run to try and force turnovers to try and gain extra possessions in that scenario? So I broke it down to 10 to 15 minutes, or I'm sorry, down 10 to 15 points with four minutes left to go, down five to nine points with two and a half minutes left to go, and down one to four points with a minute left to go. Anything above that, you know, again, again, it can be done. Obviously, it has been done many times before. But if you're down 10 with a minute left to go, that calculus is really, really difficult. That doesn't mean that you don't stop trying. You know, in that game that we had a couple of years ago, if we would have stopped trying, game would have been over with 50 seconds left to go. But you've got to keep trying. You've got to keep attacking. You've got to find a way to win. You keep coaching until that final buzzer goes. And so we talk about that comeback mentality. We try to talk about that comeback mentality, when we're going to start firing, when, what we want to run here, why we're doing it, when do we want to foul, who do we want to foul. A lot of times, if we've, if we've been able to successfully hoard some timeouts, we'll take a timeout with four minutes left to go, and let's say we're down 10 points. Hey, we want to fire right now, but we're only going to fire if number 10 and number 20 get a touch. If they get a touch, let's fire on them because we've done our research before the game. We know those kids shoot around 50% from the free throw line. So let's put them on the free throw line. Let's make them make free throws. Now, if number 12 gets it, do not fire on number 12. Do not fire on that person. And that's the way we're going to handle those comeback situations. Now, second part of this, delay game. Uh when are we going to start our delay game? Now, in Nebraska, we still do not have the shot clock. We still don't have the shot clock. So uh, we don't have to worry about having to get a shot up every 30 seconds or 35 seconds. Next year in Class A in Nebraska, our biggest schools, our Lincoln schools, our Omaha schools, they will have that shot clock. So if slash when we get into a scenario where we have a shot clock, we have to completely do this portion of the special situations chart because it's going to change because right now we don't have that shot clock in place. So approximately, especially if it's a highly competitive game, if we're up 12 or more points, we're going to start our pseudo delay game with about four minutes left to go. So we have our regular flow to the game. And then, and this is something I've worked on already this off season. We have, a lot of us have our, our regular flow, and here's the shots we're going to take in the flow of the game. And then we have our delay game, where it's only wide-open layups and free throws. But what do we have in the middle, where we still want to be somewhat offensively aggressive? We still want to take a good look if we see it. So what we decided, what I decided here this offseason, we're going to teach this to our players either in the summer or early in the next season. 
we're going to call this scenario, well, we're, we're going to call it golden nugget. Hey, we need a golden nugget right here. It's not that we're, we're not looking for, uh, we're not holding the ball, but we're not looking to just play within the major flow of things. If we're going to take a jump shot, we want it to be a really, really good jump shot. And we're, we're in that golden nugget zone where we're still looking to be somewhat offensively aggressive, but we're going to be a little bit more picky than what we normally are. All right. So here we are, you know, in my mind, I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at the situation score. If we're up 12 or more with about four minutes left to go, we're definitely in that golden nugget scenario, if not close to what we call victory. We're ready to close in on the victory and we're only going free throws and wide open layups. That's the only things that are acceptable. All our defenses are on the table. We're not going to be really aggressive with our pressure. We still might press, and we're probably going to press just to kill some clock. So we're going to run like a soft zone press to kill the clock when we're up 12 or more points with about four minutes left to go. Then with the, the, the next step down on the chart, 9 to 11 points with three minutes left to go, 5 to 8 points up with two minutes left to go. We're definitely in victory mode at that point. One to four points that we're ahead with one minute left to go. All of those things are all the same. So we've got our we've got our regular game, we've got our golden nugget option, and we've got our victory option that we're going to run when we're trying to uh, run that delay game stuff. And like I said, a lot of people listening here have the shot clock. It's 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 a different thing. That's what we have right now. And if slash when we ever get that shot clock, we're gonna have to reevaluate that. We're definitely gonna have to reevaluate that. The third thing is free throw situations, and we're looking at it from. If we're down three and we're shooting two, uh, we're down we're down two shooting two, we're down three and we're shooting one and one, or we're down two shooting one shot. Let's say uh, we're down three and and uh, we've made the first. So I'm sorry, we're down four and we've made the first. So now we're down three, but let's say there's only five seconds left to go. What are we going to do there? Those are things that, especially the better your team is the more time you can take to run through that extremely, extremely specific scenario as you're going into the situation. If your team is good enough, I encourage you to work on that with them. So this has been Foundation Friday number 112, the special situations chart, part two, uh, talking about comeback game, talking about delay game, and talking about the free throw game and all the situations that you can look at. And again, prepare yourself so that when you get into those huddles, when you get into those running timeouts, you know what your players, or you could tell your players what you're going to do. You've got a pretty good idea of what you're going to do in those scenarios. So that's what we're looking at here with this week's Foundation Friday. I hope this helps coaches out here. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.